uh, MLS is ha- uh, MLS uh, store or whatever having a big sale. The 404 kit, $33.99. Ooh. Down from $99. I ordered That's myself good. one because I didn't get it before. See, this is the benefit of not winning. Great sales. Great sales. From Stone Mountain, Snellville, and East Cobb, Georgia, where 4-2 was fortuitous. <laughs> okay, it's pretty God, good. That's so bad. But it's excellent true. drop of no, uh, SAT words there. Excellent drop of an SAT word. It's fine. Hmm, fortuitous. Thanks. Wow. Wow. That's yeah, and cool. good diction, by the way. Sign of a theater guy. Fortuitous. It is the Five Takes Podcast. You're right. And we are back. We are back. Like uh, Pixar, Inside Out 2. I'm genuinely excited about this. So am I. My daughter has asked to watch the trailer every, like, once on the hour, every hour. She's so excited about anxiety. Anxiety is the new emotion, which we can all relate to. Well done, Pixar. Do you know who's playing anxiety? Did you look it up? I don't. Who is it? It's Maya Hawk. As in Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's oh. daughter. <laughs> Holy shit, I feel old. <laughs> wow. Yeah, for real, man. Um, I'm telling you. Dude, Ethan Hawke is one of my hall passes. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. It's everybody's <laughs> hall pass. But, but, but reality bites Ethan Hawke. Like no yes. other. No, 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 really no, 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 no. I'm, I've aged up. I will take um, Boyhood Ethan Hawke. Okay. Or uh, okay. I will take um, any of the Sunset trilogy ethan hawks okay um uh but you know preferably gattaca ethan hawk ah yes no that's That's true sandwiched with gattaca jude law that one's good too yeah yeah that's good no it's good wow yeah well i'm excited for it inside out is my favorite pixar um, it's, it's, I know it's that might be divisive yeah. among some. There's a lot of great no, Pixar movies out there. Let's go around the room. No, what that's is one your of, that's favorite? One of my sons. That's one of Bowie's favorites. What's yours, favorites. though? What is he your loves, favorite Pixar? The, um, I know, but it's special to us because the soundtrack I got you. But I'm asking, I ain't asking your son. I, I'm asking you. Okay. What's your favorite Pixar? Pixar? Yeah, favorite Ooh. Pixar. Um. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go like old school, and I'm gonna go Finding Nemo. That's good. Um, but then I love Ratatouille because I just I do. Um, and then I love I don't even know if these are Pixar. That's the thing. I have to like think about it. I don't know. Ratatouille if is and, and Nemo. Those are those are good shouts, mm-hmm. Jennifer. Those were the two Pixar? I was gonna say. Those are actually oh, my man, two good. favorite ones. Well, um, and, and you have to go old school original mm-hmm. Toy Story. Because you just have to. Oh, that's, I that's, was never that's fine. no no. I was never a big Toy Story person, and then Toy mm. Story three just ruined my life. Oh God, that was that moment at the end. It was fucking no. Like, oh not brutal. Absolutely but that's why brutal. that's why Inside Out got me. Bing yeah. bong. Yeah. Oh my God, take I her know. to the moon for me, and he fades away. Get oh, out. I know. Stop. Oh, tear your heart out. No, I know for sure. Speaking um, of having your heart torn out. Yeah. I don't here we know are if- again. I don't know. Here we are again. You see, we're, we're actually like avoiding the topic at, at hand here, and we're trying. Because, to yeah, but, we're just yeah, talking but, about Pixar. But, this but is a Pixar pod though? now. No, did it really tear no, your heart no. out, I, or does I it actually? Just... I'm being a little dramatic. Shocking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't 
feel like my heart has been no. ripped out this time around, that might come across to some as sunshine pumping. That's fine. This is genuinely how I feel about it. Am I disappointed in the season? Of course. We didn't meet, let's be real, a single one of our goals. Not one. We didn't. Right. Home field advantage? Didn't get it. Didn't get it. Decent run in U.S. Open Cup? Knocked out in the first round. Yeah. The first game. Decent run in League's Cup? Knocked out. No trophies. No nothing. Yeah. The saving grace of the year? July. The summer transfer yeah. window, the players, which we yeah, hit on, exactly. and and Yorgos, like I was there's just some good say, things. No, Yorgos, but, Yorgos winning what he did, and Tiago yeah. winning what he did, which is mm-hmm. sign, which is kind of bittersweet because we all fucking know he's going. So mm-hmm. it's you have to kind of take the good with the bad when it comes to Tiago, and we know that. You know, um, I'm not as sad at like like when Miggy left. Like that was. No, Miggy, goddamn, Miggy was like, Miggy was like tearing out my heart and having to watch him go and saying, bye, brother, we'll miss you. you it know? won't be the same because of, you know, it's not like Miggy was done playing, but will we feel some similar sadness for when Brad hangs it up? And to be clear, we don't know. He's under contract. He did say to Doug Roberson when asked about it, and that's a hard thing to answer when you've just been knocked out and he doesn't know yet but like quality we have said Doug, quality yeah. journalism right there. <laughs> he's gotta he's gotta ask i i get it and brad was gracious with his time and he always is he's he's the guy right here's guy. we were talking about this like last Parkley. week we were so happy yeah. when we won um four two <laughs> against columbus yeah. and brad was able to come to the mic in a good moment and here's brad coming to the mic yep in a tough moment that's my leader. That's my captain. I think personally, you know, the comments he gave of, you know, we'll, we'll have discussions with my family, with the club. This, it sounded like a man who kind of knows this is it. I and think, and yeah. I trust him to more than any other player on this roster to make that decision. The man has yes. taken a pay cut. In the past, he is always grabbing the microphone. He is a team man. Is he a bit slower in his older age? Yeah, so am I. Like these things <laughs> happen. Is he second or third worst shot stopping, you know, save percentage in the league? Yeah, that's true. Did he also face the like third best? shots you know like the xg of the shots that he's facing he faced the third toughest in the league so those stats should align and they do but will we feel that same kind of sadness when he when he does go if it is this is it and he's gone or if he tries to hang on for a season or half a season how are we gonna how do you think will that will feel I don't think that I'm going to feel sad in the same way that I feel sad about maybe Tiago leaving or when Miggy left because we've had six seasons with Brad. We only got two with Miggy. With Miggy, in some ways, we're always going to let be left wondering what could have been if we'd had more. With Brad, we've got the we got his his absolute um 
golden years, you know, the, lead what and you, clean what, sheets in 18. Yeah. Like, what you might consider to be the last years mm -hmm. of his, well, mm -hmm. not what you consider to be, what is the last years of his career, maybe not the absolute best years of his career, but definitely the, the last wonderful years of them. I think that it's going to literally be, we're going to, it's going to be like, Pooh holding on to Christopher Robin walking into the sunset and just saying, thanks, buddy. Thanks for everything that you gave us. We appreciate you and we love you and enjoy your retirement. Okay. Take I'll give everyone a chance to pause and wipe the tear from your eye. Now, moving on, we have to think pragmatically about Brad's position. Okay. It's time. We all knew yeah. it was time this year. We just didn't have a better option. I love him. I'll miss him again. Yes, I agree. He is our captain, mm -hmm. but it's time. People, people really don't want to make allowances or exceptions for the cap hell that we have been in for the better part of the last couple that's of years. That's a real positive and of this year of getting out of that. That's very true. You it's know, very and, true. And, and, and no, not no knock against Brad, but we had worse cap hell to deal with than Brad Guzan's contract. And he was certainly serviceable. He wasn't going out and stealing games and he's definitely not the, the Brad of old. Um, and, and you know, when he, when he hangs it up, I'm going to feel the same way for him that I felt about Parky hanging it up. It was like, mm -hmm. man, you gave, you gave your I mean. heart. You yeah. gave your heart to this club. You gave your yeah. heart to this city. You deserve nothing but love from the rest of us. Yeah. You know, I, it's unfortunate that, you know, Brad's decline was more um, magnified than someone like Parky or Larry because they weren't asked to, do, you know, their roles on the field were certainly not, I mean, you know, as visibly integral to the squad. Like you, you can't really hang, you know, it's very difficult, I think, to hang losses on one defenseman. You've got 11 people running around on the pitch and yeah, people, you know, players can have individual bad days, but it's very, very easy to hang a loss on a goalie versus hanging a loss on the team versus hanging a loss on, you know, one player in the midfield that had a really crappy game or whatever you, th that doesn't stick in your mind as much as the goal actually going in the net past your yeah. goalkeeper. That's Every single remember. time the ball meets the back of the net, you want to blame the goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter how great the shot was. It doesn't not. matter that, you know, that shot from Columbus's defender, the the second goal was like otherworldly. Like nobody's hits that. Uh, what was, nobody was going to stop that shot. That was not on Brad. So point wow. being, I think, you know, it's unfortunate that the, you know, last couple of years have been magnified by a, the injury and then his return from injury where, you know, clearly he, you know, was not the same Brad that he was. And um, I just, I hope, you know, he's going to go out. I would assume he'll, he'll go out on his terms. And I hope he said, like you said, Glenn, I hope he stays around because the man is a gem. If you've ever spent any time in a room with him, he will do nothing but make you laugh. Uh, and he's a wonderful community ambassador for the sport, yes. for growing the game uh, and the work that he does with the unified team and a lot of other community yes. outreach programs. Like he is literally the first one in line to sign up for that. And those are the guys that you need behind you in the club, in the clubhouse when their careers are done in order to grow the game on a more organic level. You need guys willing to step Agreed. up and do that. And yeah. I really Agreed. think too, if he goes out, if he's able to graciously say, guys, I love you, but I'm done. And he's able to graciously step back 
but mm-hmm. also stay involved, he will get the support and the love that he deserves. If he tries to push it, if he goes the other way, which I don't think that he will, but if he pushes it and tries to say, oh, well, I'm under contract. I'm going to stay. No, 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 no. I don't like, think that he's going to get the all, respect that he deserves. So Of all it, the people, it, of all the players on this roster, he's the one I don't worry about. No, and that's he, what I'm I saying. I don't worry about him. If he's, he does, he's, if no. he just says, okay, guys, it's time. It's he my will. time. I'm good. Thank you for everything. And then stays involved with the team. He will get the love and respect he deserves. But I'm going to tell you right now, if we've got to buy somebody out next year, it's not Brad. It's no, Derek. it's Etienne. It's Etienne. Yeah, it's, it, it's Derek. Um, and because I still think Brad has value in, even if you as have a, to as a bench, as a mentor yes. and yeah. a locker sure. room presence and, you know, sure. a, a lot of other things. So, okay, fine. If we've got to suck it up and eat a bad contract, I'd rather eat his bad contract well, for a year than I, Derek I just, for the next two. I, I, I see Brad working with the club on that, on his contract, on the terms of, or just, you know, mutually terminating it whatever brad will do whatever is needed to be done in the best interest of this club i do not worry about that but he will be missed in a in a different way than other players have been missed someone else that's going to be missed a ton even he's not going away maybe you just won't see his presence as much in front reggie reginald Mr. Capo Reginald. extraordinaire, Capo OG, oh Captain, my oh, Captain Capo. Jennifer, our Capo. You wanna, you wanna, um, eulogize this? <laughs> He's not dying. <laughs> um, but just, just like, listen. This term. guy has been hyping y'all up, season after season. He does a job I could never do, which is back to the pitch. I can't, I can't do that. Um, and he brings it. He brings it every match day, that energy. It's exhausting, even when the team isn't performing well and we're down. Yo, Reggie is up there bringing fire every time, and it never drops off with him. Never. I I, I think, you know, when you think about Atlanta United and, and, the, fan, and the fan group, right, the face that you think of is, is Reginald's. That's what you think of. You see this giant imposing man with this beautiful baritone voice just going at it. We ready and always smiling and always, you know, with the fist bump and the pointing at you and the pointing at you and making you feel like you matter and that this is as much your work as it is his work. And I don't know anybody that he's never made feel unwelcome or, you know, he he's the friendliest face at tailgates. He, he, I think in, in some respects he knew it was, and it's frankly, it's, it's, it's responsibility. It's a lot of work to Capo. I don't know if any of y'all have ever done it. You know, I don't know how many of you guys that listen, sit in the supporter section or stand in the supporter section. I mean, it's physically taxing work. And when you're on the stand, you don't get a break. You don't get to stop. You know, you have to go and go harder than everybody else because everybody is looking right. at you. And um, you know, that man never, never let it go. He was one of the first people I actually, I, th- he's the reason I joined footy mob because I walked into midway yep, him and back, in, mm-hmm. back in 2017. And there's this very tall, imposing person standing on the bar, literally standing on the bar, screaming into a microphone, I'm into a megaphone. And I'm like, what on earth is this? I, I want to be here. This looks like it's fun. Um, so yeah, Reginald, you're stuck with me because you did that. And, uh, 
<laughs> it's just not going to be the same without you. And uh, in all your, re- I, I hope you will come out of retirement uh, every now and again for uh, special occasions. And, you know, for the next time we, we go to win a cup because I can't imagine winning a cup and it not being with, with, with Reginald. Hey, on the stand. I, I, I want to put this out there. If he's listening, anyone from the club is listening. You'll let Reggie hit, let Reggie hit the spike. Yes. Oh, yeah. Reggie hit the spike, man. Come on. Yeah, I'm at the spike. First game. The man Let's has earned it. it. The the blood, the sweat, the energy, that the, what he has given to this club and to the fans. And so he's from, from earned that us, and then some. From from all from all of us, all of us in the supporter section, enjoy your retirement and thank you. Thank you for your sweat and your tears and your smiles and your warmth. And uh enjoy your retirement, but not too much. Yeah. And from, from from Reggie's page himself, he says, thank you to my footy mob family for so much love and support from day one. I'll still be coming to games and tailgates, but yes, last week was my last time as a capo. It was time, and I only hope that I helped bring something exciting with a unique ATL spin on what a match day experience looks and sounds like. What is your profession? Ow, 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 ow. Man. Reggie, we love you, bud. Thank you. Thank you for all you did. Thank you for all your you'll yeah. you ain't going away. You're still gonna we'll be see there. You, we'll see you around. Um we'll see you. Nah, that was very nice, very sweet. All yeah. right, continuing on with the thank yous, let's start thanking Mason Mill, our wonderful sponsor who has been there for us as much as Reggie has been there uh sure for us, just in a different way behind the scenes. We love them both. Um, and uh I think you'll love them too. Best chiropractor in town, y'all. Been saying it a long time. If you don't believe me by now, I just don't know. You got to go and check it out for yourself. Give them a call. 404-321-0082. They're in Decatur, Georgia, off McConnell Mill Drive. You can give them a call. And now it's just Ashley and Rachel that will be on the other end of the line. Sorry, I didn't mean that to sound so morose. I just will be missing Eva, uh, who has now moved on on to college. But Ashley and Rachel are lovely. And they're going to help you get you set up with your appointment with Dr. Cohen or Dr. Uh, Farisi, and they'll take very good care of you. They've taken very good care of us, not just on this pod, but um, with our bodies over the year, long before we even started this podcast, long before Atlanta United was even a thing. All right, y'all. Um, where do we Wait, want to move on to wait next? A minute. Wait a minute. Are we going to get to some takes? Or yeah, we are. I was going to I was gonna do like some fan takes hey, first. Hey, takes. Or, They're takes. Yeah. All Before right. we jump into to our to our own, what are the fans? And say? since this since this was an away match, uh, we only have the the written variety uh, submitted. I don't have any ah, yes. tonight, but that is something we'll do more of in the future in next season. In um, the coming, yeah, yeah. So Angel has got uh, she sent in a, a five word uh, review. Uh, um, Angel's always good for a good five word. Yeah, yeah. It could have ended worse. <laughs> I. I I, I think that's agree. pretty apropos. Hey, yeah, that's listen, pretty good, actually. <laughs> it's it's not fun getting scored on three in the first half. It's no, not fun. fun. But we did show some fight, and then we give up a goal at the worst possible time in the second half to you know yeah. take us out of it completely. But it wasn't it wasn't all bad. It could. Ha- She's right. It could have ended worse. It could have. Well, that's not to say the way it ended is acceptable. Right. It's not, but it, two things can be true at the same time. It could have ended worse, so I'm not, I'm not mad at that take. Um, you know what? I, you know what I liked at least was that, that 
Well, it just in particular to that, because like I'm trying to look at, you know, I think of that as like, okay, well, how can we look at the upside of things? Like it could have ended worse. We could have let Cucho Hernandez score on us four times and we didn't not even once. So if there's anything, did we figure out a way to maybe shut Cucho down? Maybe. Cause I loved the fact that they were like, Oh, Cucho Hernandez and Columbus crew taking on Atlanta United, you know? And I'm like, mm. um, yeah. He well, we figured score. out one of you. So, okay. So small victories, I guess, um, you know, if you're trying to take away some good things, if we're trying to do positive takes, you know, I'd well, say, they're not, they're not I'd all say po- Angels was a positive take. Yeah, yeah, it was. And they're not all positive, and they, they shouldn't be. Mine aren't positive. Like, um, Stefan, other than that dime pass for Gigi's goal, Amada was off. That's definitely a take. We'll talk about it. He was. It was not a good game for him. Keith Goats, and this has been the theme of the season, right? Need a consistent defense. Consistent and defense. Achilles heel, like... Uh, Pineda said in his post-game remarks last night about what was our Achilles heel, you know, no disrespect to to Brad and his Achilles uh, and Miles as well uh, from last year. Um, You know, you're not wrong. You're not wrong on, on any of that stuff, but I'm kind of leaning towards, towards rage or towards angels as far as it it could have ended worse. I, I didn't walk away last night. I, I wasn't, well, I wasn't surprised that we got, I kind of thought this is how it would end in three. And they showed me something to be like, okay, we tried a little bit to keep ourselves in it and we failed. It wasn't four nil. So there, there's some stuff to. Right. Away. And the two, and, and, and I think it's important to remember too, the goals, all four weren't cheap. We, I mean, no. Okay. No, no, well, I'll amend that. I'll amend that. I actually, no, hold on because I'm going to amend that to actually the first one, because what I was going to say is that one of the things that we've been really dying for other than a backup scorer and a maybe, and a replacement for Joseph, which we were able to finally obtain. We were, yes, transfer window. If anybody had the best transfer window of the season, it's got to be us. No, it was inner Miami. Well, that doesn't count. <laughs> it really, truly doesn't fucking count because look where they are compared to where we are. They, we made the playoffs. They didn't anyway. Fair enough. So my point being though, is that where I thought other than the backup striker and some of the things that we were able to firm up, we have been kind of asking and asking and asking for a while. We've been asking for like a good center back and a consistent center back and a consistent center back and et cetera, et cetera. If there was any one person that I thought we were pretty firmed up on, it was Miles. And so when he makes a mistake, it's huge. And he did. And it made a mistake. And it and he, and he sent it. He was a direct result of the first goal. And it that part was cheap. It was a direct giveaway that led to that goal. I'm sorry. I, there's no other way to slice it. That's what happened. Well, and that's. That's, take it, it, that's the one. part that sucks. You cannot, if there was any one place that we were supposed to be good, it was supposed to be with Miles. So when he makes a mistake, it's fucking glaring. And it mm-hmm. and it and it was what nine minutes in, and it just set the tone for the rest of the night. So it's unpopular, it sucks. unpopular take, and y'all can flame me all you want. Uh Miles has not been great the last couple of months. 
I don't I don't disagree He's with you, Jennifer. So I don't disagree. But he has not like he played with some edge on last Tuesday for the first time since maybe August. Do you think um, he's do you think he's trying to be too conservative? Do you think he's I trying think he's, to like I, I, not I, think, I think he has I think he has mentally moved on. I don't think he has, you know, he's not a hard on his sleeve kind of guy. He's not gonna he's never worn his I'm not seeing his commercial on anymore. His, well, I, I I think I think he had already mentally moved on. So since his injury? No, like kind of he's got a contract. He's not renewing, he's not staying yeah. here. So, yeah. you know, when you have guys that are bleeding heart, they're just checked out. Yeah, like like yeah. so many, so many of, of of the players on this team, you know, the reason I think our team is our, our team is so engaging is because these guys like you see it on the pitch. You see yeah. it when they talk to the media. You see it in their like. You see the joy in their faces. You see the yeah. the devastation when they mess. Like, what do you see on Miles? It's just kind of like like you used to see. He would get like tight faced, or you would. See, I, I just I feel like you you know the most successful athletes are the ones that that play with their heart and their soul. And I don't know that Miles is is in Atlanta anymore. It's, it's, it's really interesting. It's an intangible thing because I know, I know, but let me ask you a question. You're a baseball person in your heart. I know you are. Did you ever see little big league? Yes. Okay. There's a, there's a part in that where he's talking to one of the pitchers and he's saying, he's like, yeah, what's a going, what's the going rate for the, for a pitcher who, who, uh, what does he say? He's like, yeah, what's the going rate for a pitcher who can't hack it and everybody's, everybody scores on and blah, blah, blah. And then the next game he goes out and like strikes out 10, 10, 12 players or something like that and pitches a strikeout, pitches yeah. a complete shutout and stuff. And it's literally, that's what makes me think. I'm like, well, if Miles is completely fucking checked out, but he's trying to make himself, um, he's trying to make himself look the best to moving on. Wouldn't you want to try and have the best season of your life? Like Tiago, don't, don't see, fucking fall off. Okay. I don't think, so first of all, I think Miles has proven it, proven himself enough on the global stage and in MLS and with his overall quality of play that, you know, one month, two months of mediocre mediocrity or whatever at the end of a long grind of a season. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know that that makes any difference in his value at all. Like he didn't do anything glaringly wrong. He just, you know, we needed special performances last night and we didn't get them i don't know and i just think was glaringly like, unspecial to me no it was no I, I, don't disagree. Performances. I don't that disagree was, i don't disagree yeah. at all and that's and that's disappointing because i'm like hmm. i could see somebody like a fulham or like a west brom or like norwich like i've been saying this whole time i think he can go to a championship league you know in the, in the premier league kind of, that, kind of i held out but i'm hope. like i want my i want my i want my stock to go up not down if but i'm I going i'm going hope, but not like come on I, I, I held out hope and I still maybe have a little glimmer of hope that, you know, if they do allow for a fourth DP or they raise the salary cap enough to where not going to happen, we can pay not him after that, not, like, not if you, not if your last game of the season, you make a fucking piss poor decision and, like and, that, and, yeah, that just kind of, you know, solidify. I don't, again, I don't think that's going to stop a West. What was that too harsh, Glenn? Fulham from I'll, signing the guy. Y'all just let me know when you're done with your disrespect and I'll come in with a little push. Oh, come on. <laughs> Are you done? I wasn't good? being disrespectful. Right. Uh, no, um, I'm fucking with you. It would be difficult 
I'll try, but it would, I could try. I don't think I would succeed, but it would be difficult for me to disagree more. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. I haven't seen that kind of drop off. And the argument that, and this happens with a lot of players and a lot of teams and a lot of different leagues and situations where they've, they've checked out or they appear to have checked out, right? That really doesn't fly in this for me in this, in this situation, because if he doesn't want to come back to Atlanta, which it appears not, or else probably would have signed that contract by now, I would imagine it's decent money, almost 1.5 million. Ain't nothing, you know, he's still playing for a contract somewhere. You can't check out. You just can't. I, I, I wholeheartedly disagree with that. This man is playing for his future. Europe is not a guaranteed thing unless he's already got a call from somebody that we just don't know about. This man still needs to gather attention. Yeah, he's proved himself on the world stage. He's been a U.S. men's national right. team I and stuff. He's, got, he's, more, still got, I think he's oh, got more going for him on the U.S. Yeah, but he's he still got us. work to do. You cannot check out. I haven't I haven't seen that. Is his performance not been as good? Sure. Yeah. He's made has he made some mistakes? Yeah. But checking out. Uh, that's that's well, kind of hard. Okay, so well, me. okay, so then that part, you know, you're kind of playing into a some into semantics. Okay, a maybe bit. not. Maybe, maybe it's checked like, out. Is it checking out, or is it just? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Jennifer. I, I think it's more he's less detail oriented than he was because maybe he's not as emotionally invested as he was. Uh, I can't. I just can't get on board with that. I can't. Okay. What have because you seen? We, we're not in his head. What have you seen to the contrary? What have you seen to prove that he doesn't care? Because oh, he made a shitty fucking mistake and he didn't seem to care. How about that? Did you see him hanging his head? Did you see him like beating it wasn't the dirt? The, it wasn't the first one, Glenn. There's been That's the other part. Like, there's I, I been, just you think know, it's real hard to seem, judge a man on what we see. On That's the what pitch. we are doing. That's what we do. That's what this podcast is. What are we supposed yeah, but, to judge you them get on his if not what they but do you get on a pitch? I'm not judging him. Judge him on skills. I judge am. him on quality, but judging on character and saying he doesn't saying care as much. I am. I'm saying checked out as a player. I'm not no, talking he about hasn't. him as a person. He's playing for contracts. He's playing for future contracts. That makes no this, this sense. Isn't a, yeah, okay, I do. I do need to be clear here. I'm not judging Miles's character. I'm of not, not saying Miles isn't a good guy and Miles doesn't deserve to go out to Europe and you know, of course get not. The sun, the moon, and the stars. Miles is an awesome exactly. person. And you are. Kristen is when you say I'm saying he's not he, beating the ground. He's not pulling his shirt up over is, his head. No, no. I, I said he's, he's never really been, been that sloppy. kind of a guy. It is, it is he's not a sloppy player. It's uncharacteristic of him. Yeah. So that is what I'm saying here. Oh, our he's whole making, defense has been sloppy. Made, Why are we calling him out? Because, because he's, he's usually the, the one person who's it. not. And he's been good. Yeah. He scored. And that's, and that's what Look I've been trying to say. Look at all the great say. defensive game he had Saturday. I mean, we had a bad game. Yeah. I just I don't see it as, as that bad of uh, having dropped off. I just don't. Everybody. And everybody had a great game on Tuesday. Like so, you can't yeah. say, you can't put you can't put Tuesday out in isolation. I am no, talking. No, I don't about, think Omada had a I, terrific game. On Tuesday, I don't, he didn't no, have. I don't. He had, a, he had a very good game on Tuesday. It was all oh, right. It wasn't, it, it wasn't amazing. It was no, because Al- Almada does. Al- Al- you know, and and one of the interesting knocks on Almada is uh, as of now, and this may just be use and inexperience. Hmm. He's not a big game player. He hasn't shown me he's a big game player. Granted, hmm. we have a very very small sample size of trying to judge whether or not Almada is a big game player, but the hmm. little sample size that we've had, I haven't seen it. He has. Hmm. 
unbelievable moments of brilliance. And I think that yeah. we do need the opportunity. It would be nice. That's interesting. High pressure moments him. not really yeah. being there. That's what I'm saying. If It would be really nice if we had him one more season to see with the team that we have now, that we've had since July, with everybody healthy, and this team, a full season? And a full training camp. Holy shit. I think Miles, when it comes to him, because we know he is good and we have seen him better, I think it's more glaring when the rest of the defense isn't very good and it just makes him look worse. That's just me. It's just my opinion on it. Um, yeah, just wholeheartedly. I mean, I don't know. When when Abram has a bad moment, we call out Abram. When sure. you know when uh, when Parada had bad nights, we would call out Parada, and it, and goddamn, of course, yeah, we call LGP, out the moments, but we don't. When call LGP out the ca- had had bad moments, we were I was fucking the first person to be like, God damn it, I love your passion. Sure, stop we can call out the moments, cards. but like just saying, we, we didn't say Parada was checked out when he's had bad moments. We haven't said because oh, I didn't see that. The reason I say checked out because Parada wasn't like a prospect to go to Europe either, Glenn. Miles but that's what, very... like, anybody who's going to Europe is not checking out. That's insane. That's not what that's we're insanity. saying. We're not saying that the well, only how do you, reason how do you he's checked out was from a that. player who is exceedingly neat and tidy and detail oriented and right. hardly ever puts a foot wrong. And all of a sudden, well, not all of a sudden, but over the last couple of months, sloppy passes. He's not made, you know, he's, he's. Is he being more, asked to do more? Is he having to do more? And therefore he has more opportunities to make those mistakes. I don't know because I don't, I think don't know. A, I don't, I don't think so. More? Because, thought. More? Yeah, because like, why is he when, at, when why is def- he being asked to do more specifically? Because the rest of the defense isn't good. Because our defense is terrible, and we're more reliant on him. And when you're more reliant so on somebody, yeah, you're going to have more opportunities to make a mistake. All right, Glenn. All right, Glenn. If we're if, if our defense, if our defense is terrible, which it is, right? Okay, so our, we can all agree that our defense is terrible. Awful. Who is the linchpin of that defense? It's Miles. Back. Yes. So, so, so when so one out of three, so when, the, so when you have a, like a back, when you defense. have three center backs and only one is good, yeah, you're going to look worse. <laughs> There's no other okay, way to well, put well, it. Is there not room to allow for maybe that other center back not playing up to his capability either? And that's sure. so, okay. So, so I, then, I just don't so think Miles getting coin, called out in that way is like, no. Okay. But fine. So on your yeah. own coin, then. Are we not supposed to call out Miles's mistakes simply because, oh, well, the other two people that he has back there no, with him of suck, course. Call so out he's the allowed mistakes. to make mistakes? No, we call out mistakes. We don't say he's checked out. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much because then we're not in his head. I cannot get on board. Well, we'll, see, we'll see, though, because if he leaves, then I'm going to be like, well, maybe. Even then, even if he does leave, he still can't say it. Yeah, but yeah. you don't know that. You don't know that. He, it's, it's Correct. That's why you can't say it. We're speculating. This is is our opinion from what we've seen. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Good banter. (laughs) Did I just make up a word? I I actually like it that we we shouldn't agree on shit. I don't want this to be a a homogenous thing. We're not a monolith. This is great. That's right. Miles, don't listen to them. So... (laughs) Uh, the first one, it was a strong start, but Miles makes that mistake, right? It's a glaring mistake. It's awful. Sometimes it's better just let a ball go out or just clear your fucking lines. Put your laces through it. We Boot really the ball away. We did not away. do a very good job of that. We were too we, we got When we got behind, we were looking 
for the perfect outlet pass. And we weren't just clearing the ball when we needed to clear the damn ball. Which is, which is number two, which is number two, basically number one and number two lead into each other, which was, if you're going to play out of the back, you have to be fucking good at doing that. And we just weren't. Not last night. That's the risk. And not we in take game one either. Yeah, it is we a risk play. that we take. So we you know what? If it's play, not working, but... change your fucking tactics. Just boot the ball 40 yards, Brad. Come on. I wonder what Pineda has discussed at, at that length. I mean, there's something to be said for, you know, in the moment, a player's just got to recognize yeah. when there's danger. You know who and recognized just when there was danger and did his job last night? Who? You know who recognized when there was who? danger and did his job? Jay Fortune. Yeah, that, he I, did. I don't um, disagree. I don't disagree. Some, he got called upon, and I think he did well. There's been some, I think this is something we actually agree on, some unfair shade and criticisms leveled at the 17-year-old. 17, yeah, right? I don't 18? really know why. He, he, took, he took a very Oh, is he 20? Is he a bit older? Okay. But a, whatever, whatever couple, his age he, is. He made a couple of really tactical fouls like he took yeah. a yellow when he when he should have when no, any Ajani, other fucking player on their on the planet johnny wasn't johnny wasn't the the issue and no. we all know he would have been and is more effective in that substitute role no and i but watched, I watched, I watched injured, wiley so. get beat i watched obviously miles sure. get beat i watched everybody kind of like especially like with rossi like and I don't even yeah, want to talk Johnny, about that. Yeah, but a Johnny, the criticism leveled at to be, but no, leveled at him. It's and it's, Goops. it's not fair. I don't no. see any fairness uh, there. I I, I just think you're talking about a developing kid here. You are talking about and who is mm. technically ahead of the development curve because you know all intents and purposes were that you know he'd still be with. You know, when, when we came into training camp, he was not expected to make the first team squad. He impressed in training camp and he made the first team squad. They really thought he was going to go back to um, MLS Next Pro to the, and down to the twos and spend most of the year with the twos. And you know what? He's had more than a couple of cups of coffee. And I think what they looked at was, okay, well, we threw Caleb Wiley into the wolf into the wolf pit last year. You and know, it worked. And, it worked in the long run, but there were moments where, okay, youthful indecision. And, but again, it's that thing I mean, where you true. can't teach game state. You can't train game state. You have to learn game state by being in game state. And that's fair. No way that, you know, if you're going to get what you can out of your homegrown talent, you're going to have to take some risks and, you know, give these kids a chance to play. I didn't moments. think he had a horrible game last night. No, I this don't is either. number three, but was... in truth, there were a number of players who didn't have a horrible game last night. Going forward, it wasn't terrible. I get it, especially in the second half. We had a lot of attacking opportunities because at that point, Columbus has it, you know, and yeah, we're going to be just bombing everything forward and running ourselves into the ground because that's the only way back into the match because we're down by two. Um, but there was some really positive attacking sequences, really good chances, a couple that should have been goals. The XG backs that up. Like our XG was until the second half, we were plus two above Columbus. Columbus was like a point zero, whatever. We were already above two on our XG. Personally, I think games should be decided by XG, but that's, you know, another <laughs> discussion. Uh, I want my expected trophy. Where's my expected fucking cup? Um, look, Columbus was just 
the epitome, the epitome, this word gets thrown around a lot, clinical. What is it? Watch last night's game. That's it. Columbus is the epitome of clinical. If you make a mistake, they are going to eat that up. They just convert, man. And we're, we're not there yet. I don't know that I would call it clinical. <laughs> I would no, because clinical would have been not allowing Atlanta the chances and the and the goals that they did allow. Okay, clinical and attack. They were very yes, they were clinical and attack because they yeah, and, and okay, they made fair enough. they made a couple of relatively low percentage shots, right? So <laughs> yeah, one in particular. Does anybody know what the XG was on the uh, golazo of the second goal? Would anybody negative like to 12? take? Was it negative twelve? <laughs> That's correct. It was it was it was point zero seven, uh, or negative twelve. Uh, yeah, ridiculous. Um, the other thing that killed us was uh, when your best player Tiago is not at his best, and he wasn't. This was different, right? That we've seen Tiago in the past just kind of be invisible, absent, you know, non-impactful. That wasn't last night. Last night was bad. Like he was actually bad. Poor passes, poor service, no impact. He needed more. You were just talking about the big moments, right? Like the high pressure and we haven't seen big game from him and we may never now because he may move on with the right offer. Anybody else disagree with that? Was he, No. I, was I, it I, bad I, or was it just... He no, just wasn't. He was just locked up. Well, I, I, I think was- I think bad begets the little impact. If you have zero to little impact whatsoever, then your impact on the game ends up being poor. Uh, it, it, if you're just not there, I I was gonna say you had that one pass to Yorgos. You can't say it was completely. Imba- it was. It was not a bad night. Okay. I don't think it was a, it was not one of his, oh my God, this man is worth $60 million nights. No. Um, Okay. It was kind of a like like middle of the road hell. night. If it was a night we needed him to be sixty million dollar man. It was then. <laughs> well, why is it we can't perform in clinched in situations like that though? We're so, a very hot and cold team. We yeah, run hot. We and run that cold. cannot be. I I, I um AJ, AJ and Mike had me come on to Atlanta United Fan TV. Yeah, y'all. If you haven't seen the the Atlanta United Fan TV stream from last night, Jennifer was on there. And I'm telling you all, she killed it. That was one of the longest. I've been watching their stuff for a long time, even before they uh, uh, reached out to us to uh, on this joint venture. And they've had a lot of great guests. And Jennifer killed it last night. Like she was on there for a good 20 to 30 hours and really yeah. engaging conversation. You, you brought up so many good points. You backed them up. Uh, well done. Really, y- y'all go check that out. It's a really, really good, interesting conversation between Jennifer, Michael, and AJ. Um, so I'm just going to reiterate one of the points that I made here. I, I, I said, you know, one of the reasons I felt like we lost this match is because we were so jacked up emotionally as a squad on Tuesday. Like, how do you replicate that? How do you bring it back to that? And that... And that level of like drive and energy was what it was going to take to take Columbus down in their own house, in their own house. You know, 
you're not very, very likely to bring that back on five days rest. And especially not likely to bring that back in a very energized building. Um, and there's been a lot of uh, discussion. There was, a, I think it was Tim Steimer uh, that made the mm-hmm. point about, yeah. you know, Thank a you, Tim. percentage is the look out of any top professional league sport in the, in the United States, away winning percentage is by far the lowest in MLS. And of all, so, of all the various, all the various sport sports. Yeah. Of all the various yeah. sports, the greatest disparity between, you know, of home field advantage is in MLS. Every so, once in a while you cool. have a team. I think that's that, kind of cool though. Like if there's one thing to take away from that, it's like, God damn. It's hard. It's, it's hard house, to win on the road. Your house there's there's a, a couple teams that cool. will, there's a couple teams that will buck the trend. Orlando for some yeah. reason is winning Oof. on the road more than they are at home. Whatever. That's why I favor Columbus going to Orlando uh, and, and getting that done. But I no think it problem. says a lot about but, the sport. It says a lot about sure. the fact that like ML that soccer supporters are supporters and not fans. I think it's really, you know, or, you know, whatever, but I think it says a lot about the sport and a lot about the love of the teams of the sport. Yeah. It exactly. means something. The support at home means something. Means and it's because we something. didn't lock up that home field advantage. There you go. That's exactly that it. we've in the situation that we're in right now, because we are that team, man. We but just I, I, don't I, do well on the road. I, I think when you have those mental break moments that we are so prone to have as a, as a side and you're looking for that thing that's going to spark you, you don't have the same thing that's going to spark you to give you that energy and that extra edge that you need in big game moments, right? Um, and I think, frankly, like, you know, you can give, you know, look, this is not a knock on Tiago. I'm not, I'm not going to go out. But like, you know it's something that he's going to have to learn if he wants to go and play on the bigger stages in, in Europe, that, that he will have to learn how to be relied upon to deliver greatness. And I think if there's one thing that's not on his resume yet, that is the one thing. And, you know, it, it's a real, it, you know, I guess everybody thinks the foregone conclusion is he's gone in, in January. And, and I think that's very, very likely to happen, but it is interesting to consider again with whatever potential rule changes that come down the pipeline and increase salaries and, you know, players of messy like stature. And then maybe Giroux or a Modric or Lewandowski saying, Hey, I can you know, Granted, past their prime, but I kind of like what they're doing over here in MLS. Or Giroux is not past his prime. That man is beautiful. Yeah, Shut okay. your mouth. Um, but but my point being <laughs> is that Glenn, we're, you know, we're referring maybe, to his maybe playing my... prime, not his looks prime. He's gorgeous. We know that. <laughs> but you know, I don't know how far. You know, look, nobody said a word about where Killian Mbappe is going, and he's turned down boatloads of cash. To go he's to in a Saturday Mbappe Arabia. is in a tough spot. Players like him are in a tough spot. When you're that good and you're that big of a player, there's like three, four clubs you can go to in the world. Really? I mean, like that's it because nobody else can afford it. Can, okay, can do well, it. He's kind of in a tough spot. You know, the, the way I like that. I'm just saying like, you know, it, it, I'm not, it's a pipe dream to think that Achille and Mbappe yeah. would come here, but right. You know, it wouldn't be the strangest thing if you're going to be able to pay players in giving them expansion clubs and, you know, ancillary streaming rights and merch deals on the side. And that's, you know, what they did with Beckham. That is what they did with Messi. Um, You know, is it too far fetched to think that, hey, look at all this flash and living in the U.S. is really kind of nice and I can have my lifestyle and still have a life. Right. Um, 
you know, I don't, I don't know how totally far fetched, but I just think he wants Champions League. So, well, I mean, I, again, I, we can't give him we can't give him that. But I'm just saying, like, is it if it's not that far fetched to conceive of something like that working when Messi is here, right? And who Messi is bringing over to come party with him? Um, who's to say that Tiago has to go in January? Who's to say no, that Tiago maybe doesn't. doesn't see the value in what's going on here? having opportunities to play against Messi where you're going to get a lot of eyes on you regardless by extension, you know, maybe he decides to sign a year extension or something. I mean, I know he's under contract through 2024 through yes. the end of next year. And um, we have an option. I would assume uh, something as, like that as well. So, you know, I, I don't know that it has to be this January no. per se, but I think looking ahead at what he does in the future, that's the thing he's got to really, maybe demonstrate he can be if he's going to be that guy that they're all saying he's going to be that guy. Well, let me stir the pot for a moment on, on Tiago. This will be a good, trust me, this will be a good hot take from, from both of you. This is going to be fun. Let's say in your scenario that he does stay and it's because maybe not, he's not actively choosing, but the right offer doesn't come enough money. And we cannot let him go for 20, even if it's to a club that he would like to go. He will have some say in this. There will be some pressure from him and his family and his agent on the on the club to to make the move if the move comes. But the money has to be right. What if that happens where the money just isn't right? Does Tiago check out? Because we now have a player who wanted to go, but it just couldn't work because of financial reasons and other reasons. And, you know, and he has to stay. Would a player like him, who I don't want to be saying like he's being held against his will, but y- you know what I'm saying. Would he still play for the badge in that scenario where he wanted to move, the money wasn't right? I think you're talking about play, you know, but if you're talking about the comparison, I think you're looking at players yeah. that are in very different places in their career, right? Okay. Tiago could still fuck it all up, right? There <sighs> is nothing. No, I mean, seriously, there's nothing proven, right? He has this, you know, beautiful pedigree and he has you know, but, but he's 21 years old. Right. So, you know, he, he still has a lot of growth. There's obviously exponential potential. Um, but you know, we've also certainly seen, you know, potential, the next one fizzle out and die. Hi, my name is Ezekiel Barco. Uh, He's doing pretty well river. I mean, he's He's, doing well. Okay. He's doing well at river plate, but he didn't come here to go back to river plate. He came here to be Miggy. That's true. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That was not part of the plan. And that's why Tiago is here because we have the reputation of being the club that gets it done and gets you where you want to be. Well, guess what? It didn't happen with. Well, Tiago's outperformed. There are two different players. Yeah. Yeah. Different character guys. Whatever. It didn't work with uh, with, uh, Pity. Either. No, but I think PT was more in the miles phase of his career where he was pretty much topped out developmentally when we got him. I don't know how much more. And that may be true, develop. but I think he's still, I think he's still. He was already player. South America player of the year when he right, came. Right, I think right, he was right, a couple right. years ahead of miles though. Honestly. No, you're, um, you're not. Yeah, you're not wrong. I'm saying where miles is now is where PT was when we got PT. So PT right. was looking to come in here play for the Tata-esque whatever, win a trophy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then maybe go to some, you know, mid-level La Liga, Serie A type of team. 
didn't happen yeah. because he wasn't a good fit chemistry wise and a lot, you know, for a lot of other reasons, he still got his money because he decided to you know, be one of the first people to go over to the Boy, Saudi. did he. Boy, you know, did he. Think, we got think, ours too. We got lucked out with that one. Yeah, yeah I think we did. Pitty, I think Pitty came here looking to be a star and he just didn't turn out to be one. And I think Miles, who could be a star, is still on the rise. Tiago is a star. Well, and Miles his star can only go higher if he doesn't fuck it up. Of anyone that um, has the potential to elevate the profile of this club, Miggy certainly did that. Sure. Miles has a real opportunity here to do that, to take a sure. player that we have grown in a mm-hmm. laboratory. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know college. He wasn't, he didn't come from the academy Whatever. as a 14 year old, like a Caleb Wiley. Right. But we, we built this. Mm-hmm. We built this. We and did. if he goes to Europe and does well, wow, that can really put us on the map in a big way, like how Miggy. Yeah, like they, what that did for still, us. Similarly, they still mention Miggy and Atlanta United in the same sentence so frequently when he features. Sure, on the EPL broadcast on, on oh, yeah. League Live. Yeah, it still mm-hmm. happens. It's what four years out, and he's and still I'm not, gets you know, this, this isn't me trying to, you know, I, I just I feel like if there's a component to Almada's game that we haven't seen mm-hmm. yet, it's that intangible thing. And you know, it's funny because I think I've talked about intangible so much this podcast because i I feel (laughs) like in so many regards like it's those things that we're missing because it's not talent and numbers and goal scoring ability and and you know and and the ability to make a make a smooth pass in transition it is the little magic fairy dust that makes all of it work in a cohesive fashion that's what we don't have right as a side Mm -hmm. and for tiago you know that ability that innate rise to the occasion ability just you know, at this level right now, isn't quite on display yet. I don't know that. I mean, I, this isn't saying it won't get there. We just haven't, you know, we've seen it when there's not, you know, you know, because your mind does different things to you when you're under pressure, you know? And like I said, the pass he dropped to Yorgos yesterday was ridiculous. Was, was, was great. Yeah. But is, but is it, it, it is anybody else, any other number 10 necessarily, capable of making that same cross yeah you mean globally maybe. i mean yeah well no i mean but like like in the in this league right now i mean maybe oh, maybe no. maybe lucho yeah i mean he's in the upper echelon yeah that's yeah, yeah we, 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 this sure. isn't a, this isn't a knock on his talent this is a no, tiny, no, no. tiny like element that he's missing. I understand. and you know again it would be one of those things where like as a star on the rise Right. Mm -hmm. If you all of a sudden, you know, think about what happened to Barco's value because they were already valuing Barco over Miggy when they got, when he got here. Right. Like his transfer market, like we transferred from Miggy for like $25 million or something like that. And when we brought Barco in transfer market was estimating his value at like 27 or $28 million. Mm -hmm. And that is not ultimately what we got out of him. No, it's Um, not nowhere near it. But with Tiago, I think we, Probably. Oh, yeah. no, I, I think Tiago's going to go somewhere between 30 and 40. But um, but you're right. It, it is down to the offer. And there is a world. There's absolutely a world where he stays and wins MLS Cup. There, there's a world where that happens. He would need to go the, the next year because he is getting to that point where if you're going to make the big European move. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. And they're going to go and whoever, wherever he goes is going to want want to have the opportunity to impart some of their developmental aspects to it. 
Um, and and that's that's a whole different beast. But like, I I don't know that it's a one hundred percent guarantee that he's gone next uh, in January. That's all. Okay, so let's go around. Before you finish, let's go around. What's your number? Oh, for Tiago? Yeah. Realistically. Yeah, okay, realistically. sure. Uh, quickly, it's um, you're not getting out of bed for less than, than 25. And 25 is just the start of the conversation. You might be able to work it with you know, somewhere between 25 and 30 and a big percentage of the pass for a future sale, um, perhaps. But anything less than that. And uh, you just think it's a spam call and you hit, hang up. Jennifer, uh, I think 33. I was going to say 32. Yeah. No, yeah. So I'm in the bargain basement, but also a little bit. you're like, also talking about percentage of the past. And I, think, yeah, yeah. I, so I think like, you got to factor in inflation and you've got some stupid, stupid oil money being thrown around. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> like my, my scenario was he gets sold for 25. He goes to Napoli for yeah. three years and yeah. then he gets sold for a hundred million and we own yeah. 30 to 40% of the yeah. pass and we're banking another 30 yeah. million. Yeah. I, I think that's the scenario. They here's the thing. Ex- ex- somebody and, and Glenn educate me on this a little bit though. Okay. How much of that are we really going to benefit from because of the salary? Depends on cap? what we do with MLS rules. Exactly. So if we're, if we're going to do a direct swap, if we're going to take the 30 some odd million, or let's, let's say we hopefully uh-huh. get for him and then mm-hmm. go out and buy another, another number 10 and a mm-hmm. center back, let's say mm-hmm. to replace miles too. If we spend 25 on one and 5 million on the other, that's good. But if we can't use that money for that, then what does it matter? It doesn't really so much in this club when we have Uncle Arthur. Cash isn't really the problem. Right. Salary cap league. It's for it's somebody like no, Minnesota or St. Louis with you, low, no, with that, low bank rolls. It does matter. It does matter because, you know, Uncle Arthur is not, you know, he's not an ATM machine. He's not going to throw good money after bad. He's too. He's, he's smart. Fair, fair. You, need, you know, you want you want to keep having fan friendly prices in the bends. Yeah, you that's fair. Grow the yeah. academy. You want to build a hundred mini pitches. All it over it matters. Place. It doesn't matter. Like you know, it is those things that it does having to an that extent, kind yes. of that having that kind of extra cash around. Hey, right. you know what? We wanna we wanna charter a flight to take two hundred supporters to MLS. Right. Cup. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I there mean, you go. It, it, I asked the question. Of, you answered. Exactly. It's fair. Uh, yeah, fair point. All right. Number five. This one's all you, Jennifer. I, I stole this right from you because you talked about this, <laughs> and I think, in our in our first or second time we played Columbus, or virtually yeah, any time we've played Columbus, mirror match. It was We it played was, a better version of ourselves. Columbus, in my opinion, should win MLS Cup. I think they're the most complete team in the league right now. They are what we are striving to be. Yeah. We're on our way. They're real reasons to be optimistic about next yeah. season and beyond. Yep. But that's the brand we want to play. They play some sexy football. They've got a great coach. They're very balanced. I mean, all the signings they've made, they've been the most impressive team this season for what they yeah. lost and what they, how they just carried on one loss at home Yeah, the whole season. Except for a couple of really cheap ass moments in that game. They played, yeah. they just flat out played better. They played a better mm-hmm. match. They, than the we better did. they played a better, better three team. games than we did. They were the better team, better, really, really excellent teams can have not as good nights. And as if anybody as Man City, Manchester City has is any kind of a testimony, really, really good teams can still be beaten. And I think that we are a good team 
that beat an excellent team. And that's why Tuesday night's game was such an important win for us. But that doesn't change the fact that I think Columbus is still better, a more complete team than we are. And Mirror, they, mirror on the wall. Yeah. Who's the team that plays better ball? It's Columbus. You know, you, you just said that uh, Columbus was, you know, played a sexier version of soccer. You want to know what's really not sexy? No one wants to talk about. Oh, dear. What? The holding midfield. And the one-two oh. elite combo punch of Darlington, Nagby, and Aiden Morris. You want to know why Columbus is better than us? It is because they took DP money and got themselves a stud muffin number six. Hmm. Garth, if you've learned nothing from running this league, we God, we need a shutdown like midfielder who can connect the dots. And look. It should be uh, where we spend DP money next next season, correct? Yes, yes. In addition yeah. to replacing Tiago, if that if Thiago happens, goal, like if Tiago yeah, goes, we gotta replace. I, you know or if I'm we're fortunate enough to get a fourth that. DP, yeah, you know, the priorities for me next season would would be that for sure. Yeah, and if we are going to continue to be this team, which I expect we will, that plays open, that takes risks, that wants to go forward, we need someone to leap between the sticks. We just do. You're going to face shots, mm-hmm. so those are my two priorities for next season on top of the duh yeah the number 10 if Tiago goes but but I, I think I think it, it has it has uh, for, for our brand of soccer and if you look at why Columbus is so successful at what they do and look Columbus is up and down too Columbus pisses off their fan base as much as our because they're not great on the road right um they they were also like I picked basically I picked the winner of this series to win um you know, to, to yeah, I, I think that's I, fair. I if we had won this, Homer, but um, but no, if we had won this, I said this last week, we were going to be legit contenders because anybody above Columbus is not that much better. No, if they're better at all. No, so it, it's interesting that you keep, but we keep didn't, name so. dropping on Nagby too because who was our number six when we won MLS Cup? Uh, an Atlanta area driver. Okay. But the point is, is that we know what Nagby is capable of because we fucking had him. Well, we and, know. And, and so, you know, here's the thing. You have this always very him. smooth, very smooth, very savvy ladies man, Darlington Nagby, right? Doing his beautiful passes and whatever. And, and then you've got this giant fucking asshole in Aiden Morris coming in. And what does he do? What does he do, Glenn? What does he do? I don't, I don't know. I don't he know mucks it up. Me. I've been talking oh. about it all year. He's the freaking uh, enforcer, damn it. Yeah, he is. He's the goon. He is the uh, goon. We, He's the Hampton brother. We don't have that? No. We sort of had it with Ibarra. Yes. A, 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 a we bit. had it a little bit with Ibarra. Maybe and not even, to, even to that extent, but even it was Ronald something. Hernandez, even Ronald Hernandez, for his kind of mistakes, he's a mm. little bit too, well, he's too careless, but he still likes to get mm. rough. And you know, yeah, I like not in the position that we need that. Not, Eric Eric know. Rometty was our pit bull. You know, Aww. he was a guy that was this big, fucking, broad chested, strong shouldered pit bull. The guy couldn't Gimetti, run. Let's he, go. The guy couldn't fucking run for shit, but he could stand somebody up when they were running at him. You know what I he mean? Was a brick wall. You weren't gonna run. He ran. You, I know. You run into brick wall. Brick wall. Run into you. He was like Soviet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But we don't have that. 
Aiden Morris does that. Not only does Aiden Aiden, Aiden Morris does that, young guy but also too. plays competent soccer. Yeah. So, you know, you want to know why Columbus is going to win like MLS 23. Cup? It's because of that. It's because mm-hmm. of that. The not sexy part of the soccer that nobody wants to talk about. That is the shit that wins you cups. All right. Well, I think that about does it. What's your overall? And, and we're not going to be done, y'all, by the way. No, we're not done. This, some, is last, some, this is the last some, po- uh, game pod. But, game yeah. pod, but we've got some cool five side episodes coming out. Some things we're doing with some collaborations with some other people. Keep you posted about that. And just some fun shows we got coming up on a variety of topics. It's going to be good. We're no, not but to sum, up, to sum but, up this so season. So summing up the season, yeah. how do you, if you were going to distill it down to a, a brief take, not not so simple as was it a, a failure or a success? There, I hate that dichotomy of like black or white. Just because you don't win in a season. That doesn't mean it's, it's not a failure. You're always no. working towards something. Right. But obviously we didn't meet our goals. That's we we didn't, but what what are you what are you left with? What do, well, how do you feel? So, it, my my thing is is that it's a tale of two halves. Sometimes we say that within a match. Sometimes you say that within a season. And for us, it it definitely was. Um, and for me, it's not just um, what occurred in the tale of two halves. It's the feeling that I have between the beginning and the end. I'm going into this off season far more optimistically than I have in the past three. And I just think that we have the potential. I know that we have a little bit of work to do. We have some replacements probably to be made because we're naive if you don't think so. But I think that it's possible if we do make some good signings, the ones that we have already made, I, I, I feel, I feel better about going into this off season than I have in a okay. while. I really do. That's okay. what it is. It's a feeling. It's it's not just a, well, I hope this is what's going to happen. And I hope this, and I hope that I already feel like it's going to be. Well, hopefully it will be um, not, you know, more than, than um, as Boston would say, more than a feeling. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Jennifer, what do you, what was your big, so you know how in the movie Austin Powers where they freeze him and they Which go one? in it, the, the first one, the original. <laughs> okay. They they freeze him and they go in and they steal his mojo, right? Yes. I kind of feel like the years of 2020 to <laughs> 2022, mm. like maybe you have parts of 20, you know, like this whole yeah. coaching carousel and everything that we've been yes. on. I feel like they stole our mojo. Yes. And so now I feel like we're at the end of the movie where he's found his mojo. Um, but he still needs the Swedish male enhancement pump while he's in the bedroom with Elizabeth Hurley. Swedish penis in Lodra. I had a massive crush on Elizabeth Hurley when I was a kid. But but yeah, so like 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 we've gotten our mojo back. We've gotten our attitude and the sweat. Like like there is a there is an idea. Like like I I love the gladiator references. Are you not entertained? I was very yeah. entertained. There was, was an idea of Rome. There was an idea of Atlanta United when this all started. And I feel like see we are... you do think about the Roman Empire. Oh, there it is. But I no, but I think she's right. I think that there was an idea at the beginning of this season. It was just an idea, and as we started moving into the transfer window, a, a big portion of the Garth 
idea started to become realized. And I think that now that we're going to move into the second stage of it, the full second season of what it's going to mean, having him here and the moves that he's going to make will really say something about the future of this club. We know what we did at the beginning. It was a Cinderella kind of thing. And then we moved into, oh, well, what do you do next? And that didn't work very well. And now we're into the second stage, the the true second or third age, if you will, of this club. And it's really exciting to me. And I the, feel the thing I want to be more than the, I did before. The thing I want to be clear about is I, I don't think Garth is trying to make us into a clone of Seattle. I don't know that I'd be angry about that. But like, he's kept our personality. He's embraced our personality and our unique culture. And he's absolutely that. And that's, I think the thing I really appreciate the most about where I see he's going and what I'm excited about in this off season and looking ahead toward next year. And I haven't felt like that, you know, I, I really don't feel like I've had that kind of a, I can't wait for next year kind of feeling yeah. in a long time. It was yeah. more like, Oh it's God, been a, what's going to happen bit. now? How are we going to screw this up now? No, yeah, I'm, it's been a minute. Yeah. It's yeah. like, cool. We'll go clean out the cage, but uh, you know, come on. Is it time to go hang the banners again? Let's go. Let's go. Yep. Fair enough. My big takeaway, uh, failed season. We failed it. No. Um, <laughs> That's not like you. You're no, Mr. Here, Optimism. No, Get no, out no. of here. I, I don't, I know. I don't. I'm just kidding. Um, where I come out is, if we are able this winter window, this January to be as successful as we are or were in July, I think we got some, mm-hmm. I think we got some, I think we already got a good core. I think we're going to see a lot of changes. 10 plus would not surprise me in the least. And maybe we'll do an episode on that in the future about who stays and who goes. And there's some obvious ones and maybe some less obvious ones. I do think we're going to see a lot of changes, but I think we've got a really good core going here. Really good positive momentum. I do. Yeah, and I if agree. And it's, if it's every bit as successful as the winter was and as successful as the Yorgo signing yeah. has been, which is maybe the most Zande, impressive, you had to Mayola. you had to replace a uh, um, club legend. It's Joseph. Mm-hmm. How do you do that and not have the fan base murder you and they already have their pitchforks out? For I'd, valid say, reasons. I'd say Let's it be worked. Real. I'd say it, it worked. It worked. And and then some needs to stay healthy, mm-hmm. which fortunately in the, for the most part of the second half, he, he, he was well. able, yeah, he was, he was he able to, okay. he's been a little, mm-hmm. and he's, de- the boy has developed into oh, man. a leader of, of this club and somebody that I am proud to have in this clubhouse that I, I see is vital in the locker room, not just the goals, the assists, the play, the mentality of this team. I think he's got it. And I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. Yeah. I don't think people are going Joseph who, when it comes to that, but I do think people are saying, thank you, Joseph, for what you did for this team. I'm going to go. And well done Yorgos for picking up that baton. Like, right. I'm going to go over here now and I appreciate it, uh, but I'm going to be over here with uh with this guy you know know. but yeah i looking ahead i'm excited been a while since i felt that way too really has yeah Yeah. there's there's real reason to be excited and we can have higher expectations 
next season. It's yeah. conference final for me. And look, and conference look, final and deep yeah. runs in cups, if not right. winning a cup out. Right. Right. And look, we, we didn't meet our goals, maybe so, but we. This is not a season of failures. We no, still, it's not a failed season with the, with, the, with the season of you know, like I said, a tale of two halves. We still. Yes made the playoffs we weren't the last seed i i understand we weren't the top seed we kind of let ourselves down in the last couple of games where we could have mm-hmm. given ourselves better position but we, we still were able to fully accomplish what we did not accomplish last year in more ways than one so not a failure not a not failure, at all not a full success either and you know what maybe i'm being a little sunshine pumpy here but whatever I don't think any season can be a failure because of what we get out of this. We were talking about this before we hit the record button proper about, yes, we want to win. We love trophies, all that shit. It's bigger than that. This club is bigger than that. It always will be bigger than that about winning. It's about what we get out of this in our personal lives. The memories we make with our friends, um, just the, the, the times, the community, that, the, community that the communal the aspects community of it. We support. I get infinitely more out of this club in those other areas. You know, I mean, yeah, the winning, it, it, it helps a lot. But my life would be dramatically different. <laughs> no matter how bad the season is, you know. I say that and watch we have a terrible season next year and I'm just really <laughs> eating my eating my words. Yeah, but we're but that doesn't but matter because if there's one no. constant too, it's us. Yes. Right? Yeah. Good or bad, and we're here too. Been, yes. And it's been it's been a blast. I've I've loved doing this with y'all uh year in and year out. And and having right. Jennifer join this year has been like tremendous. And joining up with Michael and AJ has been great and we have a, we have things to be optimistic about just with, exactly. with this pod going in just, the future. Just, so we just have to stay, we have to be positive. Okay, it's, it's, it's positive it's vibes FC it's, for it's me. It's positive, yeah. Positive vibes FC. I, I just while while we're being all soft and sappy, I I yeah, I need come to on. Take a moment. I come on with the soft serve. What you no, got? I need, <laughs> I need to take a moment because y'all know it takes a lot of energy and it takes a lot of love and it takes a lot of time to make last Tuesday happen. And there are a lot of people that put in a lot of personal hours. They don't get paid for this volunteer. These are all volunteer orgs. The supporter groups are volunteer orgs. You know what we do. We don't get paid for this. We do this. We give you this content, you know, because we enjoy doing it. And yeah, we clearly like to hear ourselves talk for two hours. Yeah. The the experiences (laughs) that are created on match day via TIFO, via, via whatever the tailgates that happen throughout the year. This is, this is community driven. This is fans creating this is all creating this. ATLian. And it does take a lot Jordan, of time. Georgians for the most part, right? Like yep. local people going out there and trying to make Atlanta a better place. And I, for one, am exceedingly mm. grateful to be a little tiny part of that, but even more grateful Me for too. the people I know that work so much harder than I do in making all of that happen. So thank you guys. Thank you for Absolutely. your service. Thank you for your time and your energy. You know, it's it, it. This is fun because of what y'all do. Absolutely. Oh, so with that, sweet, <laughs> sweet. No, should we, I, should we it's end from the heart? Should we end on like a bad dad joke? I give you one. Take a swing. Better up.
why couldn't you hear the pterodactyl when it went to the bathroom? I don't know. Why? Because the P is silent. Thank you very much for listening throughout the entire season. We really appreciate it. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to roll my eyes at you because I've done um, I've done far worse to both of you in terms of the. I'm trying so hard not to snort right now. <laughs> I, I, I've offered up way worse in terms of the bad jokes, uh, the dad jokes, the bad pun yeah. intros, and y'all have put up with that for a while and I appreciate it. And I appreciate everyone who has listened to this. Um, and if you're new, welcome. Thank you. For, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for supporting Atlanta United fan TV. We are now a part of make sure you all join the discord. We'll put that invite link in the show notes and make sure you're checking out Mason mill. We'll put them in the show notes as well. Keep supporting them. And like I said, we're not going away. We got stuff coming. Um, you, you don't Football's think I'd done, ever but, shut up, but we are you? not. Huh? You don't think I'd ever shut up, do you? Not for a moment. No. <laughs> no, not, not even a little bit. All right, y'all. Much love. We appreciate you. We're going to be back uh, probably next week with a new five aside. Maybe a couple of days after that. We've got a bunch of episodes coming, but they're in the works. So we will not be going away. But thank you very much for listening. We love you guys. We appreciate it. We'll be back next week. Until then. Y'all be good. We will be back. That was painful. <laughs> I died. I don't know if you just, if you felt that. We watched you. We watched you die right before our eyes. Mm-hmm.